We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. Y'all aren't even human anymore. Uh, But just so you know, there is a football game today, and uh, it's a big one. But we serve a big God, and we're about to have a big church. We'll worry about that another time if you're worried about it at all. Say this like you mean it. Say, Brother David. That was terrible. Say it like you mean it. Say, Brother David. If you will preach, I will help you. And let's give him and the Lord a hand clap. He's going to come do the work of an evangelist. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a presence of the Lord is in this place today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know it's already been said, but uh, did we not have an incredible time in Sunday school this morning? Pastor taught a good one. A good tree produces good fruit. And I'm thankful for that word this morning. And God is good. He's good all the time. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So without further ado, we're going to get into the word. We're going to do a little evangelistic preaching today. We're just going to let the Lord have his way. He's already been moving in this place. There's no reason to try to stop him. Because that's who I came for. Even though I love each and every one of y'all, and I love looking at y'all and seeing y'all and talking to y'all, but I didn't come for y'all. I didn't come to just give a word. I came to receive something and touch and entertain and usher the presence of the Lord in this place today. And I'm excited at what He's going to do in this place today. So if you would, turn with me to Mark 10. We're going to touch a little bit... uh, on a story that uh, I touched up on last, uh, last Sunday in Sunday school. So it's going to sound a little familiar, but we're going to take it a little different today. Mark 10, verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, this is Jesus they're speaking about, blind Barnabas, the son of Timaeus, Uh, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when Bartimaeus heard, he was listening. Even though he was blind, he had his other senses just alert. And he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth that was walking by. And he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Those around him were telling him to hush, be quiet. You're too loud, you're talking too much. You're not worthy enough to be in the presence of the master. But that didn't stop him. All he did was just get a little louder. Verse 49, and Jesus stood still 
and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Oh. I'm excited about today and what I'm fixing to bring and what the Lord is fixing to bring. But I want to speak and preach and teach just on this simple thought. Speak louder. Speak louder. Let's just give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Let's just thank Him for what He's done already in this place and what He's going to continue to do. As you're being seated, just look over to a neighbor. And I know some people don't like doing this, but do it for me if you don't mind. Just look over to a neighbor and just tell them, speak louder. Surely, surely there's some folks in here uh, that when you're outside uh, when you're outside the church or even in the church that you've got to, uh, I, I know most of you do. I've been told sometimes my voice is too loud. But surely there's some folks that's got some uh, uh, louder voices than your normal voice, right? Uh, maybe you've used them in the sporting events, or maybe you've used them in just exciting times. You've been able to just uh, get a little louder and, and just express the tone of your voice and express maybe your feelings. And uh, I know sometimes at the house and uh, when my boys are acting up, my voice can tend to get a... The volume can tend to grow sometimes, especially when you told them five or six times to do something and uh, that, that voice begins, the volume begins to go up and Hillary has to tell me sometimes that that needs to come down some. But my voice can tend to, to get louder and I know there's other folks in here this morning. I'm, I remember a time and I tried to go back on it this morning and Honestly, I, I don't really remember. I know there was some times in my life growing up that uh, my father, my dad, who's not here today, um, would get loud when obviously I wasn't listening. He Maybe uh, a few times, but I don't remember all the time. I just remember there was one thing about him uh, that changed a lot of things that I was doing if I was doing the wrong for sure. And he didn't have to use a loud voice to get my attention. He gave me that look. Anybody know what that look is? He would give a look that actually spoke louder than the voice he may have used before. And it was a look of, you better not push that last button, boy. And there was a few times that I did, and uh, let's just say uh, I stand up here today corrected. But... I do the same for my boys, you know, as my father did with me. There's a look sometimes that I give them when maybe they've stepped out of line and maybe we, mama has gotten on to them and she's had enough and my, now it's my turn and it's just a look. And Bentley could tell you what that look is. Brady could tell you what that look is and it's a, uh-oh. 
and the, the acrite comes out then. But it's the action behind that, that look of, I know he's not playing anymore. You know, he was speaking before and he was using his voice before, but now there's a look behind it and that's a little different. 1 John 3 and 18 says this, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And I know there comes a time when sometimes we talk a little too much. And sometimes we use our voices a little too much. And sometimes we've just got to back it up with a little bit of action. we just got to work a little bit. You see, we find ourselves here with blind Bartimaeus. And y'all just bear with me for a little bit because we're going to preach. But we're going to be in the notes for a little bit. Blind Bartimaeus was doing his usual for the day. And he was found begging on the side of the road. And you don't find very much history about Bartimaeus. You don't find if maybe he suffered an injury that caused him to go blind. Or maybe he was born blind. You just know that he was blind at this time and this stage of his life. And for whatever the reason was, you find him there. And he is, uh, he's blind and he's begging and he's just trying to make it. Because obviously we know a little bit about that history in those days that you were uh, signified as, you know, you had your parents may have done something wrong uh, or, or sinned against God or maybe you have sinned against God. But you're the reason why uh, you've brought on this, uh, this pain and this, this tragic this tragedy that you're suffering. And so they would have to wear a robe that would signify who they were. They would wear a garment that signified that something was wrong with them and to stay away from them. And blind Bartimaeus obviously wore that robe and he's found begging. And However, this day would be different than any usual day that he might have set begging for alms or begging for money or begging for food, whatever it was that he was begging for. It would be a day uh, that he would come in contact with the master. And he would find himself begging again on this day. But this time, the Bible says that he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was coming through town. And I wonder... I could not find this for sure in my research or my digging today or last night. But So just understand this is pure opinion and maybe a little speculation. However, there's nobody in here this morning that can prove me wrong. So y'all just go with it. I wonder if maybe blind Bartimaeus had been hearing the stories about Jesus and his miracles. Maybe he thought if I posted up on this side of the road that maybe one day he would walk by me. Maybe one day I can come in contact with this Jesus of Nazareth. Maybe blind Bartimaeus would show up every day on this side of the road and thinking maybe this is the day that I come in contact with Jesus of Nazareth. Maybe he showed up every day early for so long on this particular road to make sure he had that one chance, that one opportunity at coming in contact with Jesus. You know why I can at least come up with this scenario? Because the Bible says, and we just read it, 
And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, what did he do? He began to cry out. So he had already heard some stories about Jesus. He had already been listening. Somebody had already been talking to him. So he knew that there was a chance if I could just hear. He was listening. He was alert. And yet he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He'd been waiting for this day. He'd been grasping for this day. And when he knew who it was, he began to get loud and cry out. And he wanted to make sure that Jesus Christ heard him. Oh, yeah. They would go on. The disciples and the people around him, they would go on and they would try to hush him up and try to make him be quiet. And They would, t- they would tell him uh, uh, not so many words but put a zipper on that mouth because that's not enough. and You're not enough. You're not worthy enough. But yet, that didn't stop him. Just as I said in Sunday school last week, that was just noise that was trying to interrupt what they were trying to, what he was trying to accomplish. So what did he do? He got a little bit louder. Oh, you're not going to put a zipper on my mouth because I've been hearing about this Jesus of Nazareth. I've been hearing about his miracles. I've been hearing about him raising the dead. And making the dumb speak again. I've been hearing about him and you're not going to hush me up. I'm going to get a little bit louder. You see, the enemy was trying to silence him and keep him quiet. However, his actions cried out because he knew who was walking by him. Come on, somebody. I know a majority of us uh, today have been in school at some point in your lifetime. And some now uh, maybe have children that are in school. And I know many of us have at least uh, seen quotes that have been postered uh, all over uh, your school's walls and in your classrooms uh, for you to read and apply to your life. Anybody ever seen just some just awesome quotes in your classrooms? And, you know, you're just like, man, that's a great quote. And, There was one that actually I had seen in my classroom, and I haven't been in school almost, uh, it's been close to 20 years now. And I I look back and and I I think about this quote that stuck out to me the most. And I've tried to apply it to my life on many times, and I have failed at some point in my life uh, with this quote. But I have also learned a great deal from it. However, as I was reminded from the Lord... He hit me with this just the other day, and I knew today that I would either preach or teach this at some point soon. You ready? Have you ever read the quote or maybe heard the quote, Actions speak louder than words. That's a good good quote. It's a good quote to apply to your, your life. And I understand today... I understand the point around this quote, but I want to use it a little different. 
uh, today. And I want to teach it in a spiritual sense and preach it in a uh, spiritual sense. And I understand today that this quote uh, doesn't come from Scripture or from the Word of God. But I want to show us all that it is clear evidence that God puts uh, priority not just on what you say, but also on what you do. Oh, we're going to preach. Some of you think you already got it, but I'm telling you, we're going to preach today. You see, a lot of us uh, use words to speak what we know, but yet our actions don't back up what we speak. We're full of words, but empty of actions. Oh, come on, somebody. The Bible says, and I know Pastor just preached it and taught it just a few weeks ago. The Bible says, in Judah is God known. Some of us speak about how good God is, but yet our actions don't show what we speak. Oh, my, my. Y'all just hang on. Proverbs 18, 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I understand today the Word of God says there is power of life and death in our tongues. We must speak some things over our lives and over our families That's fact. We've got to do that. But the Bible also goes on to say that faith without works is dead. Mm. Let me show you a little bit. James 2, 14. What doeth it profit, my brethren, though a man saith he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, And one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, but be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doeth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Oh, I encourage somebody today in the Holy Ghost to speak life over your situations. Speak life over your circumstances. Speak life over your family. Speak life over some things in your life. But I also encourage some people today that somebody must speak a little louder through your actions in the Holy Ghost. You know what that's saying? It's saying it's time to put a little faith to work today. We have spoke some things over our life for the past few weeks, but are your actions speaking louder than your words? Oh, I'm telling somebody today, it's time for your actions to show a little louder, to speak a little louder. You see, I'm just going to go ahead and get out of my notes. You see, blind Bartimaeus, he wore a robe that signified who he was, where he was in his life, what he was going through, what he was dealing with. And it showed everybody around him what his past was, what his current situation was. He wore that robe. When we read the passage, can you put that passage back up, Sister Carla? Sister Carla Vance.
Um, put the last verse up. Well, fit, verse 50. Mark, yes, ma'am, I'm sorry. Mark 10, verse 50. And he, you see, he's crying out. When he first hears about Jesus coming through town, he's crying out as Jesus passes by. They tell him to hush up. He gets a little louder. But see, I've already heard some folks already. I already feel it in the spirit. They're already thinking about, well, you know, he's asking me to get louder with my voice. That's not what we're talking about today. Because what was louder than Barnabas' voice was his actions. Because after he got the attention of the Lord, the Lord says, get him and bring him to me. He's wearing a robe that signifies who he is. And when they go tell him, hey, be a good comfort, the master's calling you. So come on. What is the first thing he does? He took his garment off. He put his faith to action. Because already, his faith has already been speaking. Because he cried even louder to get the attention of the master. And he's telling him, Lord, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He just wanted opportunity. But when Jesus said, hey, come on over here, the first thing he stepped out and done was, hey, I'm not going to be recognized by who I was anymore. I'm going to throw that to the side. That's when healing began to take place. His actions began to speak louder than the circumstances in his life. Oh, there's some folks that come into the church and, and I back you and I'm with you and I've done it too and we speak loud and we speak some things over our life and over our family and over our situations and over our circumstances but yet we leave with the same robe of circumstances and situations and family problems in our life. You never take the robe off. You're speaking on faith. That's good. That's awesome. We need it. It needs to be done. It's fact. It's Bible. But where are your works? Oh, Lord, I, sp I speak it today. I speak you do some great things. I speak the Holy Ghost over my life. I speak healing over my life. We walk out still with the robe of sickness on our body. And we still go with the head down. But your actions are not speaking louder. You're shut up now. You're quiet. You're hushed. Because the enemy is speaking going, oh, no, no, no. You, you talking was enough. And you still go home with the same circumstance, the same situation, the same problems. And you still are still. I, I, I had an aunt. I still have an aunt. She would come into church many times, be prayed for. and The Lord would heal her. She'd speak it. And I believed with her. I've prayed with her. My family's prayed with her. But she would leave, and the first thing she would say is claim the sickness once again over her life. Well, then obviously the Lord didn't do anything if you're still speaking that way. 
The fact is, was this. She got up from where she was at with the same robe on. There was no action behind her faith. When the Lord is saying, if you'll show me your works with your faith, I'll show you a healing. I'll show you a breakthrough. I'll, I'll, I'll show you some things in your life. But the fact is this. Can I get my, I'm going to get my jacket back. Fact, I, I'm, I'm blind again. And this is, this is what, this is what confirms my life. This is what history tells. This is what my past shows of me. You're, you're just a failure. You're just, you're, you're just sick in your body. You're always going to be sick in your body. You're, you're old. You have nothing left to offer. You're just a baby. You're not going to grow. You're never going to get to the next level. And this robe signifies because everybody around can see the robe. But today, it's time for some folks in the Holy Ghost to start speaking a little louder. Speaking a little louder over your situation. How do you do that? By saying, Lord, this is not going to define who I am. This won't define where I go. But the fact is this. I'm going to get my healing today. I'm going to get my breakthrough today. By letting my actions speak louder. Then my words, oh, somebody hear me today. Your actions have been silent long enough. You have sat back with a whispering voice trying to just make it through. But there's still some folks that are, that are missing it. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't worship like that. I can't get loud like that. I can't, I can't use my voice like that. That's not what I'm talking about today when I say speak louder. I'm talking about actions. You want the Holy Ghost? It's time to take off that old robe, step out of the pew, and let the Lord fill you with the Holy Ghost. You want to be baptized in Jesus' name? You want to come up a new man, a new woman in Christ? It's time to take off the old robe, go buried in the water in Jesus' name. You want the Lord to, to forgive your old life? It's time to take off what, was, uh, what they were declaring you as. Whatever it was, it's time to take off the old robe. It's time to take off what they, what they, oh man, he's just a liar, he's a cheater. You know, she ain't no good. She'll never make nothing. It's time to take that off. Just like I preached and taught last Sunday school. It's just noise. That's all it is. It's time to block out that noise. It's time to get a little bit louder in our actions and say, Lord, today is my day for a breakthrough. Today is my day for a healing. Today is my day for you to do something great in my life. It's time for some people, some children of the Most High to speak a little louder. Oh, I love it. I love it. Blind Barmatus, they seem to, you know, oh man, his blindness has is, is weakened him. No, it didn't. It actually strengthened him. 
because he wasn't going to be hushed. You're not fixing to hush me. I'm going to just tell the devil today, and I don't go chasing devils. Never going to go chasing devils. But if a devil happens to be here today, let me just tell you, you're not going to hush me. Hey, I'm not a fighter. I don't claim to be a fighter. But that's one thing that will get me in a fighting mode is somebody tell me to hush up. You're not going to tell me to hush. And that goes for the enemy today. Because what he's tried to do in the church today, what he's tried to do, let's just make it a little personal in Life Point Church, he's tried to hush up a lot of folks. There's some people on the church pew right now that are in their whispering voice. Because the enemy has told you and just demeaned you for so long, you're starting to believe it. And you're still sitting on the side of the road begging as the master is walking by. But it's time for some folks today in the Holy Ghost to stand up, throw your robe off, and scream as loud as you can get. You're not going to hush me up, devil. You're not going to hush me up, world, because I'm going to speak a little louder. Oh, you might have walked away from God. You might have failed God. But can I tell you today, there's restoration. What you need to do is take off that old blind robe and say, you know what, I'm done carrying that around with me. Today is my day. Today is my day to speak a little louder through my actions. Brother Kelsey, I've quoted you many times, but we don't need no talkers today. We need some doers today. We need some people that are willing to say, Lord, I'm ready. I've been waiting, and I'm not sitting here begging no more. I'm going to step out in faith. But a little bit of action right behind it that says, oh, no, you're not going to silence me, devil. You're not going to silence me, enemy, because I'm going to see my family in church. I'm going to see my breakthrough. I'm going to see my healing. I'm going to see my restoration. I'm going to see my filling of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get baptized in Jesus' name. Why? Because I'm going to leave the old me behind, and I'm going to start walking in action that speaks a little louder than my words today. Oh, I need some people that believe in the Word of God to stand with me today and just say, today I'm going to speak a little louder. Today I won't be held back. Today I won't be hushed. Today I won't be silenced. I'm going to leave here speaking a little louder. Hear me, sir, ma'am. Don't let those outside voices drag you away from what the Lord is willing to do right now. 
I'm not a prophet. I'm not speaking prophecy as pastors done before. I'm not doing any of that or spoken before. I'm not doing any of that. But what I'm saying is the Lord wants to do something today. Today, right now. How loud are you going to speak? Are you going to stay silent? Are you going to let the enemy, oh, you're not worthy. You're not worthy to stand in the master's presence. But yet, Jesus Christ heard him yell all the more louder. I think the Lord already knew that that contact was already going to be made. I know it. I know it. He's Jesus. He's God. Robed in flesh. And I know he heard him scream the first time. I think he was waiting not just for his faith to keep talking. He was waiting for his works to happen. He was waiting for blind Bartimaeus to get up and take that robe off. Because he asked. He asked Bartimaeus. He said, hey, what is it that you want me to do? And he didn't say, you know, Lord, I know it that you can heal me. He said that I might have my sight. Might. He was having a little question in him. He he just said might. He wasn't asking for anything else. But I believe the healing had already happened when he threw that robe off. Because no more could they call him blind Bartimaeus. Because Jesus told him right then, your faith has made you whole. And immediately, it happened immediately. And he began to walk with Jesus the rest of the way. Because he let his actions speak louder than his words. Oh, I know. I know you can quote a lot of things. And we need to quote some scripture. We need to to hide it in our heart. But can you walk it? Oh, there's there's people that hear it when you speak it. But are your feet showing it? It's time for our actions to speak louder than our words. How bad do you want that breakthrough today? Well, Brother David, you don't understand. I've been going through this sickness for years, and I've been uh, at the altar every Sunday, every Wednesday, every opportunity. I've had pastor pray for me. He's come to the hospital, prayed for me. We've, We've prayed with the saints, and we've believed, and yet here I am still fighting this sickness, fighting this trouble, going through these circumstances. I can't seem to shake any of it, and yet I continue to do it. I've come to tell you again, speak louder. Hey, maybe that was your first time. He's already heard you, but he's waiting for you to take off the robe that you've been carrying with you every service. You woke up this morning and you put your sick robe on. You put your blind robe on. You put your alcoholic and addiction robe on. You you put the hurt back on. You put the pain back on. You put it all back on to show up for church and speak some things once again. But the Lord is waiting for somebody to say, hey, I'm going to leave this right here. Because that used to describe who I was. That's not going to describe who I'm going to be from here on out. And begin to speak louder through your actions. A little bit of praise, a little bit of worship. Somebody today stand in the Holy Ghost and speak a little bit louder. 
Sister Beckham, if you would, please come. Musicians, if you would, please come help me. I've heard it quoted. I have found that it is a lot easier to act yourself into a feeling than it is to feel yourself into an action. There's some people that don't feel thankful today. They don't feel like doing much today. But if you'll just act thankful and you'll just act healed and you'll just act like a person that's had a breakthrough and a person that's been healed and a person that's been redeemed and a person that's been through the... Then maybe you'll act yourself right into the way you need to feel. And maybe somebody will leave without a frown and you'll leave with a smile going, the Lord did it for me. The Lord did it for me. How? Because I spoke a little louder through my actions by stepping out in faith and saying, Lord, today is the day. Today is my breakthrough. I don't feel much today. I don't feel like clapping my hands. I don't feel like raising my hands. I don't feel like raising my voice. I don't feel like stepping out and going to the altar. But today, I'm going to let my actions speak a little louder than my words. So today, I'm going to raise my hands. Today, I'm going to clap my hands. Today, I'm going to shout with the voice of triumph.